go. Okay. And then we clap. We do two claps. Same thing as the record, but we clap. Does that make sense? Okay. Three, two, one, clap. One more time. Three, two, one, clap. Okay. <clears throat> well, hello, everybody. Um, we're not, you know, we here at Hogcast, uh, after I returned from Alan's Wonderworld, changed forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you re-dyed your um, hair. Yeah, I re-dyed my hair. <laughs> I'm now more Travis McElroy-esque than ever. I'm slowly turning into him. I've been consuming a lot of soy. Um... We, we, we got back, the numbers came back, and our draft, our draft episode was a huge freaking hit. It was a, people loved it, Alan, when you say? Yeah, uh, we got uh, at least two dozen listens. Two dozen listeners, loving every Hanna-Barbera second we got. And so we're back on the sports world. We're sports heads now. We love basketball, uh, we love baseball, and we love sports betting. Yeah, uh, Uncut Gems. Remember that recent movie that everybody loves? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Uncut Gems, bigger than ever. I hope it wins the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Sandler uh, in a drama? And who could even think about it? He's, he's not doing a baby voice. He's doing a, a badass baby voice. How cool would it be if he was just doing the baby, like the, the fucking uh, Hubie Halloween voice the whole time? How cool would it be if it, it won the Oscar this year? <laughs> They're like, sorry, we got it wrong. Uncut Jabs win- winning this year. Sorry, uh, special lady. What is the uh, what is the Carrie Mulligan movie? Special lady. Special lady. Special lady. Uh, anyway, we brought on somebody special. I brought on my bookie, my sports betting bookie. Thank you. Hey, this is Chris. Chris Fontaine. Uh, thank you for coming on, Chris. And. Uh, um, we don't, I don't know if there's any sports. Isn't like a uh, baseball's ending soon, right? Yeah, baseball's on the way out. Ace baseball's out. Oh god, I don't know what's going on anymore. But I had an idea. We're going to do sports betting. We're gonna do, we're gonna check with my bookie Chris uh, on. I almost called you Crisp. Oh no, Crisp? Oh, crispy. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> well i am not gonna lie chris is old mafia blood you do are looking chris back you got this again i'm looking chris you're looking chris yeah. you got this this uh press suit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i tan a lot you do look like a de-aged a-list actor <laughs> you look like the irishman <laughs> you do look like the irishman um uh, like peak male. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing better than uh, than like weird, deep faked uh, de aging people. That's that's right. peak performance. But when they move like old men, though, that's good. Well, that's like the best of both worlds. I think women want that. Yeah, they want that kind of like aged, aged like wine. You know, wis- wisdom and clarity to your movement, but also that that healthy young skin. They want a man who moves like a stick bug. <laughs> yeah and has bones like um, one too right and you have you have that chris and yeah, uh, uh ed we're having you on because we're gonna do some quick sports betting you're gonna give us the odds on who's gonna melt down during this meltdown may thank so yeah. thank you oh, yeah. and i'm excited to get this going and i want to uh, i was just just gonna start with a simple one but uh every gifted kid is 
What are the odds of every gifted kid melting down this year for at Meltdown May? Well, how are we defining a gifted kid in this? In, this uh, in some sort of program between fifth and eighth grade that made them think they were good at algebra, well, but they weren't. You, listen, you don't need to identify them. It's in their Twitter bios. <laughs> yeah, a former gifted. They will kid, tell you. Yes. Okay, let's let's take a look a little bit. What do we think is is going to be the uh, the catalyst for their meltdown? Um, Joe Biden's stu- uh, student loans or something like that. <laughs> it's going to be something. It's going to be like him not giving. He's going to say like, hey, Mac, I can't give any money for the student loan. Sorry. And then all the gifted kids are like, no, I went to college. That's going to be okay, it. Okay, I see that. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm the guy. I'm the sort of funny numbers bookie, by the way. So I'm going to give this a, a 69 to 7. Wow. Damn. 7 is a magic number. Seven is a is a lucky number, but it'd be unlucky for us because now I'm, I'm putting my money on the gifted kids. Now, what if the gifted kids? My my whole thing is I think they will melt down, but I think it's going to be more like a third impact kind of melting down, and that all the gifted kids are going to uh, melt into LCL liquid and form an undifferentiated consciousness. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that's a good, good way, way to go. go. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm. they will have imposter syndrome because they will not have an AT field uh, <laughs> maintaining <laughs> maintaining their uh, maintaining their their sense of identity. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. With no when I guess when everybody is melted together, everybody just has the same Twitter feed, so we'll all have the amount of followers we feel we deserve, which will be about 7k. Yeah, it's the dream. So the perfect the, dream. the perfect number, perfectly balanced as all <laughs> things should be. Uh, Alan, do you have any anybody you want to ask our bookie about the betting odds for Meltdown? Yeah, I know this is a little bit of a... I'm, I'm going to make this a parlay. I think Ben Shapiro will melt down again, but it will be... I'm, I'm going to specifically say he's going to melt down after going to a hardware store and uh, buying something, another piece of wood or something, and people will make fun of him too hard, and he's going to get really upset. Like, do you think he's going to play into the bit, but, like, in the way that... He- like he'll be like I am buying another piece of wood but this time I know it's funny like he's like in on it but then it's it's gonna backfire on it's him it's gonna be some something way. stupid like that he's like I like Ben Shapiro that's not a piece of wood that's like a, that's like a that's a ceramic tile what are you doing <laughs> or something stupid like that he's gonna buy a ball peen oh sorry I was just gonna say he's one of these guys who who draws his power from the negative reaction that he gets um, he's going to buy a ball. Uh, this is my guess. He's going to ball buy a ball peen hammer and then somebody's going to call it a small peen hammer. And he's going to be like, mm, well, the size doesn't matter. Okay. Listen, national averages include, and he's going to pull out so much dick data. I can see that. Or like he says, it's like, or like he says it's a ball peen hammer. And then people are like, actually that's a claw hammer or something stupid like that. <laughs> like he's going to say, like, he's going to have like the wrong type of screwdriver or something stupid. And, uh, and people will make fun of him and then he's going to do like a bit about, I don't know, like lib cancel culture or some bullshit again. Like, well, the same shit he's always talking about. I don't know. His, his hot sister will get involved and then, um, will her feet somehow get more bare? Will she show more ankle? Uh, she's going to sunburn her feet and then peel the skin off. So we see deeper <laughs> sk- foot. We will. What's some- the, what are the odds on that? I don't even care about yeah, Ben Shapiro. What's that? What's that? Yeah, classically Abby. Uh, whatever, yeah, whatever. What that are stupid the odds that, on the count is? Classically, Abby's feet melting down. 
and be the, having this. Yeah, that that is off. a meltdown. I think she it will either be like a sunburn or like she'll go to one of those things where like the tiny fish uh, eat all the skin off your feet. One of those things. Okay. Uh, okay. They, these are fairly specific. So, you know, I'm going to try to be somewhat realistic Parlay. about it. I'm going to give this a. It's going to be a three to two. Whoa. That's fair. Either one of those specific scenarios happens. <clears throat> she's got the she's got those feet out all the time. So I think it's that increases the likelihood pretty a good bit. Something will uh, happen. I feel like Abby is like the only per only woman who ever like fights to get her wicked feet scored up. Definitely. Isn't that what every woman wants? <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't seen the movie, so I wouldn't. That know. was what Mel Gibson got psychic powers, and every woman was just thinking about their wick, their wiki feet. That was it. It's crazy because that was like 1998 or something, right? Yeah, Back then, wiki feet was like it was like uh, it was called the wiki feet, and Justin Timberlake told uh, Jeremy feet <laughs> drop the. Anyway, no, that, that was, was really good. I liked that a lot, Russ. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a little reference to my favorite film, The the King's Speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From your favorite writer, Aaron Sorkin. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, baby, newsroom. Do you think Aaron Sorkin will melt down this year? I don't know. I feel like if he would have melted down, it would have been at some point during the Trump years, and he he didn't. He was just more he lib than ever. Together. He's not online, though. That's the thing. That's true. He's just watching that's like Gilbert the, and Sullivan thing. musicals like on VHS in his house. <laughs> down and he he uh, creates beautiful prose that's true everything that he's writing is that meltdown but because he actually has the the benefit of being able to edit it nobody ever really realizes that what he's in fact doing is having a a big old corn cob moment yeah he is getting corn cobbed he is uh, being a binge um he is uh i mean with that character when uh when the president went to the church and screamed at god in latin that was that what was that if not a meltdown Melting down at God. Remember when that was like the most stark, beautiful thing we'd ever ever seen on television? Yeah, you mean now? Remember right now? Yeah, I mean when we watched it last night together at your house. Yeah, when we I watched I watched that. I have that on loop while I smoke weed constantly, (laughs) just watching him (laughs) scream at God. (laughs) And then when it's over, you turn to your big your big American flag that you bought off a veteran, Uh, Mm -hmm. and and you look at it and you do the the pledge of allegiance. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I do that all the time. Uh, Russ, you got a, you got another bet you want to you want to put in? Yeah, uh, I think I did, and then I lost it. Uh, do you think that either members of who created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, will, Eastman or Laird, will melt down? Why? Why them? Well, <laughs> I have, don't know. Have they done I anything? Think of anybody? I think no, Elon. Okay, I, well, I will say this. I think Elon's gonna finally. He's gonna melt you down. Think this is it. I think this I think is it. SNL. Actually, this is a funnier line. See, the Eastman, Eastman and Laird was a like a misdirector, a non sequitur. This is a good question to ask, Chris. Do you think that the SNL reaction will lead to a meltdown? The SNL reaction? I mean, again, this is like one of those guys who has melted down so many times that you don't really even notice. Um, Just like his cars, he's, he's continuously blowing up. Exactly. And hey, by the way, uh, I don't know. Did you guys see the um, uh, lights in the sky like a few weeks back? There was like what appeared to be a big meteor shower. Oh, those are starlings, huh? Those were, uh, a, that was a, like a SpaceX rocket blowing up. And uh, it was in, you could see it from Oregon and Washington. 
Fuck. Nice. Is actually his debris is now entering our domain. Oh, there was actually uh, there was a funny story about that. Um, there was hold on, let me pull it up. Uh, there was like somebody's yard that like a Tesla rocket, like pieces of it fell down in their yard. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Where was it? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Um, yeah. Washington. I sent this to Russ. Uh, SpaceX rocket debris lands on man's farm in Washington. Um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It, it was just a, it like left a big dent in the ground where this, uh, or like the, what is this fucking, the composite overwrapped press pressure vessel. Um, so cool. I guess if, uh, I'm glad I don't live on the West coast. You guys, you can just get yeah. rained on by, uh, by his exploding rockets and stuff. There's, you know, people always complain down in LA that like, there's no, there's no seasons. Well, soon there's going to be SpaceX season where large chunks of metal will fall from the sky and destroy whoever is below them. Yeah. And if, if that doesn't happen, like at the street level, a uh, Tesla automobile will run you over. Did you see that? I like, did you see that, that story about the, the, the people in like Austin, Texas, it was two people sitting in the backseat of a Tesla driving itself and it rammed into a tree and killed them both. Um, and yeah, fucked up. But then, I mean, I don't really feel that bad because they bought a Tesla and then decided to let it drive itself <laughs> into a tree. But um, the the fire department showed up and they spent like four hours and 30,000 gallons of water trying to put out oh the battery. And they called they called Tesla at some point. And they're like, how do we put out this battery? Well, we keep dumping water on it. And nothing happens. And I the article said that it wasn't clear if Tesla actually responded to them or not. <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to reinvade. uh you, wait, what country did they get a... Uh, you have to reinvade Bolivia to get the solution to fix up the mm-hmm. battery from burning. Yeah, so I, to, back to your question of will, this, will the reaction to uh, Elon Musk's bad SNL performance get to, his, get, get to him and actually uh, produce a, an epic meltdown? Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know because it just like... All these things that keep happening, it just bounces off of him. He seems like somebody who's just like, he's so shielded by his uh, his awful um, fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in addition to like being subsidized by the government, there's just no way for this guy to actually uh, take a real hit. Let's uh, let's find let's we can qu- if, luckily- if Rick and Morty got his ass. Do you think that would have that would have destroyed him, though? I feel yeah. like if Rick and Morty took him down. Yeah. If Rick and Morty what? Rick and Morty blew him up. They gassed up Elon. They, I think they did the same thing as the Simpsons where Rick and Morty was like, you're America's greatest inventor or whatever uh, they made Lisa say. Rick and Morty said the same thing to him. But like, okay. I feel like I feel like if Rick and Morty fucking tore into Elon Musk, he would have died. I think he would have died. Yeah, I think so. Because he thinks of himself as being Rick's friend. <laughs> That's it. He has a parasocial relationship. Are you saying that Elon Musk is... <laughs> oh, sorry. He just sits there and he hears he hears the character Rick talking to him and he just talks back. <laughs> it's like he's Tyler Durden, I think. He's got, like, Rick living inside his head. <laughs> that, was, that does rock. It is that like, that is so like you know, like, the same way that, like, we idolize the Joker... Uh, I think he idolizes yeah. Rick. He's like, that's his id. Like, he's like, I'm I ethic inventor. Is, I think you did strike a chord there, because I think Rick is the Redditor's Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is their fucked up idol. He's the one who leads them down these dark paths. 
And see, I'm the I I found the 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 light path of this. This is my uh, this is my my Mace Windu using his secret dark force dark side of the force uh, uh light, lightsaber power. You know what I'm talking about, Russ? Yeah, of course. The the secret uh the secret band uh, lightsaber technique. Um, mine is uh, doing that exact same thing, but for Doctor Stone. Oh my God! The good science, oh, the, good, the good Rick, essentially. That's the good Rick. That's. You do fucking love science. It's, it's like, like, uh, um, you know, Rick uses science for evil or like self, you know, self intentions, selfish intentions, and and Doctor Stone uses it to reform society and defeat Chads or or Mao is Tarzan essentially. Mao is Tarzan. Chads? Do you mean the character played by Nassim Pedrad in the <laughs> series? Is that a thing? <laughs> is there a Chad show? There's a show called Chad, uh, and it's sort of going the uh, Martin Short Clifford route. Oh, fuck yes. Where an adult person with a fucked up face is playing a child. My favorite kind of movie. Now that's funny. There was a lot of cool movies back in like the 80s and 90s where it was like either a kid that's secretly an old person or an old person that's secretly a kid. That used to be the peak of comedy. Uh, yeah, and then and then Tumblr came out and uh, Age Play was banned. <laughs> they kicked it off Tumblr Sorry. whenever they got rid of all the porn, and now those people have the nowhere to go. Snow, the freaking snowflakes. Am I right, folks? You're not wrong, uh, buddy. Yeah, um, we. I feel like this bit didn't really plan it to go out to go the way we wanted, but you know, um, any more, Alan? Anybody else you can think about that you want to um, get? Who else is gonna melt down? Who else is gonna melt down? Um, I mean, I did movie Bob, obviously movie Bob. That's not even worth betting on. Like that's, (laughs) it's kind of like how bad will he melt down? He did win. He just got a big win. He did get a big win because a girl said, he did post a W a girl apologized to him. Um, (laughs) the the first time in his life. (laughs) Yeah. For the uh, first time in his life, an interaction with a woman, uh, he was not in the wrong, (laughs) I guess. Um, do you think he like sent her like a big letter after that was done? He probably sent her like one of his old MST3K box sets and said it gave him her a list of recommendations. Like if you're going through a dark time, you need to watch these four MST3K episodes. They re- they'll really help you. <laughs> God damn it! Well, no, it's probably that, but like special. Like here are some levels from Mario World that you need to play through <laughs> to uh, to learn some stuff. Yeah, that's probably it. Wait a minute, I got one. I got one. Oh, okay. Um, you're the bookie. I don't know if you can uh, do this, but. I'll allow it. <laughs> was I supposed to be doing like an accent? No. Is that what you wanted? No, no. We, no, we don't I... think these things had, uh, we don't think these things through. Okay. Okay. What about a, um, uh, like a corporate account? Like uh, Steakums or something. Ooh. Some kind of meltdown. Them, uh, some kind of like uh, poorly phrased social justice uh, 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 aphorism that uh, leads to a big backlash. That's a great Now, Stakeums did almost uh, melt down uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson like a week or two ago. Oh, yeah. They got his ass. They did get his they, ass. That, that's mutually assured destruction right there. That's mad. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, it's good. It's the opposite of an alien versus predator situation. And <laughs> no matter who wins, I win also. Yeah. Because I think we got we would get free Stakeums somehow out of it. We would either get uh, free Stakeums or Neil deGrasse Tyson. Is that bad? Free Stakeums? Yeah. Would you eat a free Steakums? I told you I had that Steakum period of my life in like high school where <laughs> I bought, I ate, a, I cooked, a, I cooked a homebrew Steakum uh, Philly cheese steaks every week. 
Hell yeah. Some people have their scene phase. Alan had their Stakeums phase. True. What is this? What is the Stakeums? I don't know exactly oh. what that is. Oh, I'm glad. It's, like, it's a uh, a rectangular thin sheet of beef um, that you can get and fry up in a pan and put on and pretend it's uh, Philly cheesesteak. That's it. That's pretty That's much it. That's fun. I think, I'm having fun thinking about do it. They, it's, it. I think it's reconstituted beef fat and like protein product. I don't know. It's like it's, they, they ground up a cow and then they squirted it into like a, a, a big cube and then they sliced off little thin slices of the cube and that's what's in the box. Oh boy. Yeah, it's like it's like a, whatever the cow equivalent of like a, the pink goo from McDonald's is. Right, right. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank I think a lot of my favorite foods come in the form of cubes or squares. It's nature's so, perfect shape. <laughs> yeah. It's not the strongest shape, but it is the tastiest one. Yeah. Sugar cubes? Mm, don't mind if I do. I, I've never eaten it, but I'd, I'd try a square watermelon. I bet it tastes better in a, a round one, at least. Yeah. What makes you say that? Uh, I like the crusts. <laughs> Now, if you cut that square uh, one in, in half, like a triangle, like a triangle sandwich, mm, give me that. <laughs> oh, I like that. That is, that is nice. Um, yeah, the crust is really the best part of the watermelon. People don't... <laughs> yeah. They're saying it more and more. That you should eat the crust. <laughs> what? I can't think. What would be a good brand? What's a brand that we want to see fall? Uh, What's the most... An- I'd, like to, I'd like to see Stokes. I'd like to see him take out uh, uh, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, shut the fuck I'm up. I'm glad you didn't fucking say Cinnamon Toast Crunch again. Uh, no, I I would never want Wendell to get canceled. I want Wendell back. I know. Um, I could... Do you think... <laughs> I want to be Wendell. I If they were casting for a live-action Wendell lead, I think I'm a shoo-in. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. You would be a good Wendell. I would be... Chris, am I a good... What are the odds of me being a good Wendell if they made a Cinnamon Toast Crunch movie? Uh... Is Wendell the chef? Yeah, the baker. The, the Wendell baker, the baker, yeah. the old guy with the okay. hat. Um, okay. Um, what he could he, he couldn't see what the kids could see at every cinnamon to, uh, cinnamon twisty bite or whatever the old tagline used to be. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the odds are extremely high. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna give that a, a four to one. <laughs> wow, this is great news, Russ. Wow. Now I've got a I've got, you know okay I've got another if you do become Wendell um I've got a cross promo idea for you do you know how the uh, Junji Ito Uzumaki anime is coming out soon yes what if uh, the thing <laughs> what if the thing that the kids see in the cinnamon toast crunch that spiral of uh, cinnamon sugar is uh, spiral into madness right yeah uh that that could be good like they look I, at the I can imagine they look at the cereal and turn it into a snail is what I'm saying listen. They should do that where it's like in the morning you have the weird minion cinnamon toast crunch things where they're like little minions who eat each other or whatever. I don't care for that. They should bring up Wendell for all the stoners late at night. All these fucked up and whacked out stoners staying up till 2 a.m. watching Adult Swim. Whoa, what the Um, fuck? And it'll be so freaking random and crazy. It'll be so freaking Rick and Morty if Wendell came back and I played him. If you playing Wendell appeared on Rick and Morty, because then you would have a direct tap, you'd have a direct line uh, into Elon Musk's brain, and you could say exactly what you've always wanted to say to him. That's true. I could I could finally get him to do what I've what have I always wanted Elon Musk to do, which is uh, uh, get how cool he is. 
No, to have Grimes put some shoes on. Come on, man. Yeah. You, got, you can't leave him out always. I don't think, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think Grimes is capable of wearing shoes. No. Yeah. Too much of a free spirit. Sort of, I think he just kind of like pops right off. <laughs> it's like a Cinderella effect. Like, everything, like, she'll just never be able to fit any shoe except that one special magical shoe. Um, that's right you know how kind of like how a, a komodo dragon they used to say that it's uh it's spit was so filled with bacteria that it would like kill you like venom would um i think that her feet have such a are so dirty and caked with dirt and stuff from the forest from prancing around that it will that bacteria that has grown on her feet will eat through any shoes that you put on there it'll dissolve them right i think that that's probably true I, it just it makes me think you know did did the name Grimes come because she's such a filthy, grimy person? Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, this is Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome to the show, Alan. Welcome. And uh, this is Chris, Chris our bookie, Chris Fontaine, funny, funny guy. Anyway, please, we're 25 minutes in, and I didn't say the name of the show. <laughs> it's a good question. Well, I think personally. this is something that like Noam Chomsky would talk about. About. Uh... <laughs> Did, I mean, did the if idea any, of if Grimes? anybody would, if any, if any small woodland creature would want to uh, go in on this, Noam Chomsky, no, 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 mm-hmm. would. Uh, this is a this is a question of uh, of linguistic determinism. Did Grimes come before <laughs> the name, or or uh, or did it did it arise afterwards? Who knows? It may be that she kind of like she grew. She she sort of adapted herself to become a more generally grimy person as a result of that name being given to her. Right. Mm, I could see that. Maybe it was ironic did you, did you, at, at one point. Could have been because she was so clean. Yeah, and they called her Grimes, and then she became the thing that was You know, she did a one eighty. She used to have the cleanest feet it's in crazy town. How that happens? Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, that old story of her? I feel like you could share it every now and then where she and uh, a, a buddy like built a barge and were floating uh, floating down a river with some like chickens on it. That sounds like something she would do. It sounds uh, quirky. And... <laughs> Are you sure this isn't something from Samuel Clemens, a.k.a. Mark Twain, America's uh, most beloved writer? Oh, shit. That was a pseudonym? <laughs> um. Anyway, um, I think she probably did say about as many slurs as the people in Mark Twain did. Yeah, pretty much. Mark Twain, get his a Alan, get Mark Twain's ass. I, I'm gonna get the ass of the one of one of the few woke people of the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Not woke enough for my book. I mean, we should replace uh, Tom Sawyer with a uh, young adult book about like a post-apocalypse where uh, I don't know what, what are what are teens like afraid of now. I, I don't know. I, I so I have a bad I have a, a bad habit of every time I, I learn about a new YA series, I like go and read the TV tropes page to see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> what the fuck is happening with the kids nowadays? Uh, usually I just like mm, I just click on the nightmare fuel page and see what people think is scary nowadays. And it's always something That's stupid funny. like uh, divergent. Like what if people were put into social casts? That's like, <laughs> whoa, no, I, have some, I have some I have some bad news, you guys. <laughs> I think that teenagers are just afraid of England. <laughs> I think so. I think they think England is scary, and I don't blame them. Yeah, Brexit is scary. I don't know what it is, but... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean teens are afraid of England? What is this? What's well, there's, like, social strata there. Um, there's, like, people with accents, which is, like, most of the villains in, like, 
Hunger Games or whatever had like a British accent. Um, Most of the bad people in, in YA is like an old British lady or guy. Usually right. an old British lady who's like, ooh, it's the lady from uh, Downton Abbey, the mean old lady. I think that's and, what it is. And it's kind of like it's kind of like how every YA is like, what if life was a what if life was a reality TV show? And it's like, well, there are like for every one normal person in Britain, there are two celebrities. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a reality show all the time over yeah, there. Yeah, it's all it's all page three girls or somebody that was on some weird version of like Big Brother, the real world that they have there that everybody in the country. Love Island, Love Island. Love Island. It's like a Love Island contestant or a page three girl. Some right. some some hot bird. That's right. You have to to be able to qualify for DHS, I think you have to appear on a reality television show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they call it Love Island? Just Love Island such a big show there because Britain is hate island? I think so. Okay. Uh, it's very exotic. To I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's such an, a, a, a fantastical concept that there's an island that people both are capable of love on and love being on because they all hate <laughs> being on this island. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you go on? Would, would you go on the Love Island? I would. Now, I've never seen Love Island. Is it doesn't it have survivor type elements, or is it just? I think you like have sex with a person and then you're like in love with a person and you have to choose between the person you're having sex with and the person you're in love with. What? So it's like real life. Yeah, like real life. <laughs> I think like, it is like real. Uh, do you have to have sex on like sand or something? I, I don't want to do that. Alan, are you going into your Anakin spiel again? You hate sand? Yeah, I go. I, I talk about uh, how much I hate sand and love fascism. I go on my Anakin spiel. <laughs> um, but it, I... Wait. You are always going off on Darth Plagueis the Wise. I'm all, yeah, I mean, I would love to tell you the story about Darth Plagueis the Wise, but we got content, <laughs> we got copyright stricken last time we did that. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. <coughs> now, uh, Chris, I've got a quick question. Uh, how do you feel about the theory that Palpatine impregnated, uh, er, impregnated uh, Anakin's mom through the Force to make him uh, uh, the Chosen One? How do you feel about that theory? I don't like it. Um, I, I feel like it's it's a reach. Is is this part of the? Is, is this official canon? It's hinted at by like a, a recent comic. I think isn't that it, Russ? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I know it's not G canon because nothing's been G canon since two thousand. Uh, what two thousand twelve? Something like that. So it's not real to me. Um, I I okay. like the idea of that because we never got an answer for uh, his immaculate conception. I still think it's Watto. Wait, I mean, we've—is that—is that set up, Alan? Were you were you doing a segue? Uh, no, I wasn't thinking about it. But we always wind up talking about Star Wars at least once an episode, and then Watto pops up. But never the Star Wars people like. No, I don't think we have never talked about Lando Calrissian. No, we have never once chatted about Panda Baba. It's just yeah. Plo Koon and Dexter Jetster. <laughs> you know, the stuff. Yeah, he's the best. Character. I love that they just decided to go with a, a 50s motif. It's genius. That, like, that George Lucas just loves the 50s so much, he has to inject it into to every media. To, it's to true. Work of, of art that he creates. It, Red Tails was a World War II movie that took place in the 1950s. <laughs> And you'll, you'll never be able to tell because nobody will ever watch that movie if I'm lying or not. They were all flying around in souped up hot rods. <laughs> I would watch that movie. 
Um, oh, and fucking, uh, what was it? Uh, Howard the Duck. If I'm not supposed to swear, I'll... I'll do you guys edit this, by the way? We do edit, but uh, we also cuss all the time. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like swears. They're, they're very fun. Um, we actually edit out any nice things. If you say something nice about do something not or anything pleasant, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll edit that out. If you say something nice about your wife and then say like an insult just into the air, just say fuck, we will just leave your wife's name and then fuck afterwards so. yeah don't so don't tell us about how warning. good it is to be a father and or, or have a or have like a significant other we do not want to hear it we're always hearing it all the time yeah we will edit it out to try and ruin your marriage is what we're trying to say we love we're, divorce we, that. <laughs> we love divorce my wife listen to all the podcasts i appear on as soon as i'm done she can't wait to hear me to people mm-hmm. she doesn't Especially get enough of that podcast content of, yeah <laughs> Um, she could talk to you whenever, but she, we did establish earlier that she, uh, that you are not, wait, was that on the podcast or was that before the show? Probably before you are not with, it was, uh, Chris isn't staying with your, with your, with his wife right now. They're socially distancing, but she's staying with, uh, her personal trainer. So we don't need to go in on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. No, she's, I've been seeing their Instagram posts and she's looking good. (laughs) Um, I wanted to ask you this, Russ, because I feel like something just tells me there's like, it's vibrating out of your aura you have seen um strange magic i was yes i'm so me, glad me and alan watched strange magic together what well we watched it once and then i started it another time when i was really high once uh strange magic is a wonderful film it's the true star wars episode seven to me mm-hmm. um <laughs> this was the movie about the it, wills that i was hoping about yeah this is the movie this i mean this might as well if in a perfect world that movie would have ended and it would have panned out and you'd be like, when is strange magic two coming out? And then the camera would come out and out and out and out and the planet would reveal, uh, it would reveal like slave one flying by or an Imperial. <laughs> it was, it would zoom out and all the characters existed in a drop of blood inside of, uh, inside of Luke Skywalker's body. <laughs> That's true. Ever. Yeah, so do you know about that? Yeah. The weird thing that George Lucas was going to originally do with uh, Star Wars going forward is that uh, yeah, where it was going to be, it was taking place. Yeah, in Osmosis uh, Jones. Yeah, in, in, yes, that's such a cool. I like that idea. He should have done that. He really should have done that. I would have liked to believe that Strange Magic was that. Um, instead, it was just well, it was very good. We got to see a Bog King. <laughs> uh, a lot of great songs. Nothing wrong with a Bog King. We love the Bog King. Love the Bog King. Now, have you seen? I'll, I'll hail the bog. Have you seen Epic? Oh, the other movie that kind of huh. looks like this about little tiny fairy people and bugs flying That's around. Right. Okay. Um, no, I have not. I don't watch a lot of children's movies. Mm-hmm. Russ and I do, but well, only very bad ones. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've watched like a good one before, except of course Dweegans and Leprechauns. Dweegans and, and Le- Strange Magic. Yeah. That was. That feels like there was kind of a. There was something. There was something going on around that time because there was also that uh, the Legend of the Guardians, which was about like magical creatures. A lot of them. The Owls of Gahul. The the Owls of freaking Gahul. This was not the. No, this is the one with like Jack Frost and Santa Claus is yeah. buff. There's like Delph Santa and uh, uh, what's his fa- fucking face? The Easter Bunny. He's like Australian and he's Captain Boomerang or something. And uh, there was a thing with magical creatures uh, in fully CG 
films for a while and they were all just massive flops. I think I only know about that movie because of all the photoshops of Jack Frost, Elsa, and the Onesler <laughs> being in like a polycule together. <laughs> you mean all the photoshops you made, Russ, back on Tumblr in the day? Yeah, what I specifically, I sh- this is Quillhead's stock shop personally. And yes, I I was part of the 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 Wunsler, Elsa, uh, Jack Frost fandom, and we're dying. It's only three of us, and we're all men close to, in our thirties or close to our thirties, and it's it's getting sad. Well, uh, it's whichever you have a tontine that whoever's the last one uh, to 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 survive becomes the next Constable Frozen. <laughs> it's like that one episode of The Simpsons. I'm gonna start killing all the others off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The flying hellfish. Yep. Well, my, I, I wanted to ask about Strange Magic because I haven't actually seen it, but uh, you need. We're correcting that now. We're start it now. Get get Disney Plus going. <laughs> Does that one have a a discernible fifties motif? No. Uh, the soundtrack has like doo wop shit. No, I Ish, don't know. Kind of. It's it's very boomer. It's a very boomer like B sides. Uh. It's like, well, it is named after an ELO song. A great ELO song. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. Very good. Um, but yeah, they, it does have a distinctly, like, your cool uncle's, uh, like, 45-inch uh, collection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A 45-inch would be a crazy record. Wait. What am I thinking of? I mean, they are called 45s, but not because they're 45 inches in diameter or something. Ah, you know, I just thought they were really big. They're 45 (laughs) inches tall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a thick record. Right. Um, God, the sound was so rich. Yeah, you could. It's 45 RPM. Those those grooves are just like massive in there. (laughs) Right. Um,. But yeah, Strange Magic, Uh, great movie. That's actually what those weird. uh, Those weird. impressions in the sand in the middle of uh, that desert. You know what I'm talking about. The Nazca lines in, uh, in South America. <laughs> the Nazca lines. Those are, that's what a 45 inches. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of deserts, uh, I hear, I hear the flip flapping of some wings across the desert. Uh, I fucking hate this segment. I don't like what it's become. Well, Russ, it's your segment and you got to live with it. <laughs> I, I mean, I brought this up myself. Um, all right. You want me to count down? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, Alan. Hey, Watto. Oh, it's it's uh, it's Watto. Oh, Chris, it's me, Watto, from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, and Star Wars Episode Two: The Clone Wars. Oh, Alan. Hey, Watto, what's up? Oh, Oscar fever. Oh, <laughs> in Tatooine. Did you get the cool Chadwick Boseman NFT? I. Oh, Alan. Do you? We don't take NFT credits here. Alan. Wait, so hold on. You're telling me that the Toydarians uh, don't like NFTs? <laughs> Seems like it'd be your thing. Oh, actually, I do, Alan. Uh, okay, so did what did you do with your, your Chadwick Boseman NFT? Oh, I, uh, I, uh... Um, you got a crypto wallet, I, uh, Watto? I, I, I sold... <laughs> I, instead of... Uh, instead of promising young woman, it's promising young Twi'lekian. All, all right, Watto, cool joke. All right. <laughs> was did that did that mean it was it's over? Yeah, that's over. It's, it was a, it's just a minute of Watto. No. It's just a Watto minute. It's called the it's called the Watto minute. I don't know what to tell you. I wish Watto. 
<laughs> I, you know what? Let's just do. Let's do one okay, more. Okay, this is a, this is highly unorthodox, but <laughs> I love this. This is. Oh. Hey, Wado. Oh, uh, what do you want from Wado? Wado back. Oh, Alan. I didn't summon you back here. It was Chris. What, Chris? What do you want to say to Wado? Hey, hey could you give me? A, my birthday was last month. I would love a birthday message. Oh, oh, Chris. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we do not sell the parts you want here. And by the parts, I mean the ice cream cake because I ate it already, Chris. Oh, Chris. Birthday tricks don't work on him. Because <laughs> he's Tordarian. He's got a gas bladder that helps him fly. Oh, Alan. Hey, Wano, what, what do you say to the people who uh, call your characterization uh, anti-Semitic? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Israel's an apartheid state. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Hey. BDS Wano. Well, he flew off. He flew off. You know, he was well. He's not a Hollywood phony. That's the thing about Wano. You'd think he'd he's be real. A he's still real. I almost said he was a ho- I almost said he was a Halloween phony. <laughs> I like the idea of a Halloween phony. Somebody that uh, once Halloween comes around, their head gets too big and they don't they don't talk to their old friends anymore. They've just got new Isn't Halloween. That what friends. Jack Ske- That's what Jack Skellington is. Though. Yeah, he's a, he's, he yeah, he's a Halloween phony. <laughs> on that big uh, that big pumpkin head. Well, you wouldn't know because you don't watch kids movies. Okay, I, okay. I'm sorry. That was a little bit glib. Anyway. Hey, I, I understand your parents showed you Barry Lyndon when you were six. You were really into uh, uh, the the Three Colors trilogy when you were eight. Mother, mother, can I have a copy of uh, the, uh, I don't, uh, I forgot. Who's the Seventh Seal guy again? I was about to say Seventh Ing- Seal. What oh, the can fuck? I have the Ingmar Berg, can I get the Ingmar Bergman collection for my birthday? I'm Chris Fonte. You dressed up as the, yeah, is. Is the, is the death from uh, Seventh Seal, that creepy guy <laughs> for Halloween. That would have been cool. And everybody thought you were Bill and Ted's book. I was dressed up as the, the main character of the Virgin Spring. Nice. <laughs> Russ, that is Russ isn't, that, isn't that what you dressed up as too? That's what I've looked like. That's what I've looked like my entire life. Mm-hmm. A virgin. And I wish to stay that way. Uh, hey, speaking of movies, Hail Caesar. It's the pizza segment. Uh, I, well, Russ, do you want to, or I guess Chris, you start this one out. So you're the guest. Have you had any good pizza lately? Oh, okay. It was about, it's about good pizza. Uh, um, ideally. Yeah. If you've had bad pizza, we'll, we'll listen to that too. Hey, but if you want to, if you want to go full angry video game nerd, on uh on some fucking bad pizza what the hell is this uh you know, if you want to go nostalgia critic on these on this pizza uh, please don't go nostalgia <laughs> critic on our podcast i don't know we might get some good heat from what it. the hell i had a um reheated round table pizza Ooh. the other day are, oh are you guys round table heads we know about uh, it i loved round table as a child it was a treat because i th- we didn't have any in our area for a long time, so the only place I would ever get it is if we were like driving to summer camp or driving down to California to see our grandma. But it was a f- that was like a bit like whoa, this is the a huge thing. Now that's the one with the Arthurian uh, theming, right? Right. Nice. Yeah, that was kind of a thing. This sort of uh, fantasy uh, theme that was kind of a, a big thing in the seventies and eighties. 
And I believe that's when Roundtable Pizza uh, uh, premiered. Everybody loved Dungeons and Dragons back then. That's right. Yeah. It was turning kids into Satanists, a.k.a. cool. It was turning their hair purple. <laughs> um, and, yeah, uh, how, how was it? What Did you get the Maui Wowie or the... What's the name of the su- their supreme equivalent? It's they they have fun names. I'll give them that. And Maui Wowie's not very Arthurian to me. What's 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 up with that? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not reading the alternative text. Oh, uh, you're not uh, reading it's the, the <laughs> it's the uh, it's the fate uh, fate stay night Arthurian pizza place. <laughs> I don't even want to go that. I feel like when you start getting into fate stay night stuff, that'll just hurt Chris's brain. Oh, dude, you don't want to yeah, hear about I'm, the worms. I'm hanging on by a thread here. <laughs> Um, I had a, uh, I think, a, I don't remember the name of the vegetarian pizza, but you know, that's, that's where they, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of veggie pizzas that just pile on mm. a bunch, like a whole salad onto it. Yeah. It, it gets real wet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'd say there's no real reason to ever have raw tomato on a pizza, especially. Agreed. Because if you, the, the, you got tomato in the sauce and that's a better a version of it it's a much it's a much nicer experience uh, and then everything is just a wet wet pile of mush um but what i do like about that that pizza just because it's a little bit different uh is the way that the crust separates it sort of it, it splits off into two layers you know what i'm talking about it's bubbly yeah. is, is that what you're talking about like it's got big air pockets it, it, it does and it's like the the much like daddy it's got big pockets much like daddy yeah, it's got okay. a, and, and much like Daddy, uh, it's got a soft top. I don't know. No, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a wet bottom. Yeah. yeah. A wet bottom. No, this is, this is, it's, it's very crunchy on the bottom. This is like prime uh, after soccer practice pizza. Ooh. I do like a bub. I like a, cr- a bubbly crust where they, where they just went super heavy on the yeast and made it real, real, you know. Hey, I like when yeast goes beast, baby. Woo! You, you call it going Woo! yeast mode. Yeah, I call it going... Uh, I've got that yeast infection, baby, because I am going yeast crazy here. And you know there's that popular YouTuber, Mr. Beast, who has these... Uh, <laughs> that has all the... <laughs> the LA yeast? Yeah, the, well, you could be Mr. Yeast, and you could have your own... Um, kind of like how Mr. Beast has Beast Burger, or whatever it's called now. I don't think, actually, we should... Didn't Mr. Beast get in trouble? Didn't every YouTuber get in trouble at some point? <laughs> That's true. That's a good... Uh, that's a good question. Uh, this is why I only watch uh, Linus Tech Tips... And <laughs> and uh, and virtual YouTubers because they can't get in trouble. The thing they get in trouble for is uh, is acknowledging the existence of uh, Taiwan or something. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, I will say I did compliment. Uh, I did compliment um, Roundtable for having fun names for their pizza and i gotta say did you get the guinevere's garden delight yes yes that's what it was that's fun i'm i'm thinking you know guinevere she had sex with lance a lot you know uh if we're going off the uh th white version lancelot was like a fucked up ugly weirdo so you know i i uh, i appreciate it and i'd love to eat her pizza they were the original uh peter and lois griffin if you ask me yeah they were the original dsa couple The original podcaster and uh, e-girl and her podcaster boyfriend. That was them. Right. Lancelot was like, if a trash raccoon was the strongest warrior in the land. Epic. Um, 
And that's what I want to be. So, uh, so wait, did this pizza uh, have tomato on it or not? It did. Oh, was it, it big and slices or? We, we, no, they were little cubes, mm. um, if I recall correctly. Uh, but it it was not as good as the cheese pizza, which I think was a it was a very a very good good slice of pie, nice uh, cheese distribution, and like I said, that that crust is kind of a, it's a nice little treat, a change of pace. I think a, a cheese a cheese pizza is a great way to evaluate the general like kind of baseline of a of a place. Um, <laughs> Just much like how a king is used to determine the worth of its country, you know how like the the Fisher King uh, re- represents a sick country. The, the bird, the Fisher King. What are you talking? No, no, the Fisher King, the famous legend. Okay, well, is this from Near uh, Automata or something? Wasn't paying... No, it's not from. This is from Brit Lit in tenth grade. I only, we read Canterbury Tales, but I don't remember that one. You just remember the guy getting the poker. Yeah, the you know what? I we had to. Okay, Russ, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Uh, the Miller's Tale, by the way. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned that because in when I when we did do our Chaucer uh, Canterbury Tales thing, we had to film uh, a video, like we had to like do a reenactment of the story, and I had that one, and we got to do the cool poker in the butt scene. That it rules! Rocks. It was so good. Um, good story. Yeah. Chaucer knew it was, it was just, a- I like that that people, you know, you've got these like Western, ooh, protect the West, Western traditionalism, all this stuff. And then Chaucer is just like, what if a guy, what if a guy fucked another guy's wife and then he farted out the window and then he stuck him in the, in the butt with a poker. <laughs> That's the culture I want to yeah, protect. Is the, that is the culture like- worth protecting. It's not the Roman statue heads or whatever the fuck Ben Shapiro. Yeah. I'm like sick of these Roman statues and their tiny PPs, you know, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, whoa, you feel. Whoa, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, I thought you felt threatened by the Roman statues, Russ. <laughs> yeah, they're too big for me. Their their peepees are too big for me. They scare me. Uh, but you know me, I'm a prude. I don't like any form of sexuality flaunted in any form or That's fashion. True. It's gross. Yeah, it's not good. It is gross. Uh, it leads to having kids. I'm becoming one of those. Uh, yeah, one of those people that gets. Which is why they should ban. I'm yeah, Alan, we're on the same. We made done too many of these fucking podcasts again. Go say it. We're 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 we 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 both got the same level of fucked up before the show. I think, uh, and and we're like a drift compatible or something now to where we're reading each other's mind. We are child free. I'm getting mad that there's kids taking my spots in line at Disney World. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And and Ross and I did both write that. opinion pieces about why we're why we can't go to Disney World anymore because it bums us out. <laughs> the politics. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool that they decided they like did a morph of the two of your faces. <laughs> and then they turned the contrast up to make a make me somehow whiter. That that you know what I think if you did Which if you is, did do a weird hybrid like deep fake of both of us that would maybe explain why one of his eyes was going off in the other direction or something like that but like and but he kind of that might actually he might kind of look like us if we got in a, the fly teleporter also Alan does believe in taking a weird cocktail of drugs and I do believe in the death penalty yeah. so that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I'm always in favor of injecting uh, prisoners with with lots of with crazy cocktails of drugs because I'm hoping they'll get earnest uh, they'll get earnest superpowers. <laughs> That's what I want to happen. You're 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 doing like uh, you're trying to do the S three plan where you're trying to recreate Solid State. Yeah, I'm trying to. Well, um, I, I'm trying to recreate Earnest. It's the E. It's the E three plan. Uh, <laughs> 
what is the plot? Ernest goes to so, jail. Uh, <laughs> I remember and Ernest that, goes but... to jail. He he does a bunch of jail related hijinks, and then at the end they put him in the electric chair, but he it only gives him magnetic powers, and he flies around. <laughs> he flies around like Magneto for a while. Shortly after that, they switch to lethal injection because of that, right? Yeah, because right. Uh, because uh, because it was giving people uh, Ernest superpowers. And you know who was the person who proposed that? Our president, Joseph Biden. Mm-hmm. God bless. Uh, he, uh, he used to be. Uh, it's really funny you mentioned that because it, back in the day, his. Uh, his nickname in his old town was Vern. <laughs> he was Vern. Yeah. This guy's been everywhere. I mean, you've been around no, that he's, long. He's nutso. Um, when he was friends with like uh, some kind of like uh, corn pop, a doo-wop band or something. It was corn, corn pop, uh, doo-woppers, and like uh, Dixie Crabs. Mm-hmm. It was just a bunch of guys that love segregation and then Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, the only thing he wanted to, he, he didn't want to segregate. He just wanted to bring great deals and great products with their customers well, he was, in local he markets. He was scared stupid of reintegrating the schools. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do my pizza real quick. I made a homemade chicken bacon ranch pizza. Ooh. Yeah, I, I actually went and sat down and made my own chicken bacon ranch pizza, which I feel like the chicken bacon ranch pizza is a controversial pizza. I think the people who like it like it, but everybody else is like, you are literally eating a party appetizer on top of mm-hmm. bread, <laughs> which I can't blame them. It is bad for you, but well, you know what? How you did the uh, the toppings? Are you how, how granular are you getting? Are you making your own sauce? Are you... Uh, I made my own ranch sauce using uh, a specific uh, product from Costco, Johnny's Mediterranean Seasoning Mix. Uh, I used the recipe on the back of that, smothered that bad boy, uh, That my homemade crust made with King Arthur's flour that I uh, hand-raised mm-hmm. myself. Uh, and then I, um, I, fried, I par-fried the bacon in the uh, frying pan. I kind of let the final, yeah, I, I let the, I, I let the, instead of letting the bacon burn, I just cut it up in a, in a mostly cooked state and then let the oven just finish it mm. off. And then I did grill my own chicken. Nice. So every individual element was touched by my hand and, uh, I felt, I, it's kind of what it felt to be like a father. I feel, um, not to see. Uh, and you also did touch it, the raw ingredients dad with hands. I did. <laughs> and I said, this is more beautiful than having a child because I never had to get do any fel- filthy sexual Yeah, you stuff, just got so. salmonella from the raw chicken. <laughs> I did get... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did jam my fingers into my mouth immediately after handling raw chicken. Okay. I mean, you can get salmonella from babies. And from, and from... Uh, That's true. Do you guys remember uh, the baby turtle ban of the 90s? Oh, dude, I think about this a lot because my parents were going to buy a ba- baby turtle and they weren't... You, you couldn't get them. They were, it was impossible. They, it, turtles under, I think it was the law back then. I don't know if it's still in place. Was like It was like three or four inches of turtles under that size you were not allowed to sell because kids will put them in their mouth and get salmonella. It was the fear. Oh, my God. Um, they yes, don't. I know a lot They. Uh, it turns out that, and, and as a kid, as a result, I was super scared because I, I love reptiles and I had reptiles and like lizards and snakes and stuff as a kid. But I was, I just went through my entire life assuming 
they all have salmonella on them. If I don't wash my hands, <laughs> like I have to like sanitize my hands constantly. And then I found out when I grew up, I was like, man, it's not that big of a deal. If, like they, oh, they mo- if, unless they're sick, they probably don't have salmonella. Um, and if you've had right, them for right, years, right. they're fine. Um, no, it's true. It also made me think my whole life that uh, that uh, turtles taste like cookie dough. <laughs> it turns out they do taste like chicken. I think. Oh, that's so fucked well, up. I mean, chi- well, chickens sick. are reptiles too, so it's fine. Oh my god, Alan, don't Alan, go I'm off. Gonna start, Alan, I'm going to go don't. into the taxonomy and Uh-oh. different clades. <laughs> Did you know that you that uh, that you're basically a bony fish? No, stop it! Don't call my friend Chris a bony mm. fish. You invite me on this show and you call me a bony fish. I'm taking this is time that could have been spent with my. Would you rather be a boneless <laughs> fish or a bony fish? Um, oh man, no! You you actually really hit me with a pretty profound question. I think. Um, it, do I have muscles? Uh, I mean, bony fish do have muscles. Yeah, all fish have muscles. Well, I don't want to make it a. I don't want to make a comment about your appearance, Chris. But do you, do, <laughs> maybe not. Do you have a swim bladder? Say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, uh, I think a bony fish. Okay. I chose correctly. I want to be Boney Vare, the beloved singer songwriter of the mid two thousands. I guess. I hey, can't uh, have speaking of bones, uh, I, I'm here to I'm here <laughs> I'm here to cover. Is Jeff Smith here of the Bone comic uh, book? Is, uh, hey, it's me. Whoa, is that what he sounds like? <laughs> oh, Jeff Smith. Yeah, I think he is a Jersey guy. Actually, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm a Jersey guy. Wow. Whoa, how does it feel to be part of the 90s indie comic boom? Hey, it's uh it's a great burden but uh you know, I do we all do our best, don't we? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you were hugely successful. I mean, I, I'm sorry that you never uh got your film off the ground. Yeah, I was going to make a movie, but it <laughs> with some of the choices that I wanted to make. What did you want to do? <laughs> I wanted to do some real crazy stuff. Were you gonna oh, let the fuck. bone guys fuck? <laughs> yep. They were cousins. Really? They were. That's pretty sus on your part, Alan. I, see, bone is one of those things where that everybody, when I was a kid, told me to read it. Like adults would tell me, "You ought to check out Bone." I heard it's good, and kids like it, or something. And and now I'm hearing that there's cousins mm-hmm. and they might fuck. I don't. It's a little bit sus. <laughs> You're the one. You invented a guy and <laughs> so? got mad at him. <laughs> He's a real guy. Yeah, Jeff Smith is real. I'm real, and uh, it's sad that you never saw my true vision. Cousins, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Funny bone, smiley bone. And, Ruggish, thuggish uh, bone. And, uh, no, shut up. Oh, this guy's yeah. having fun. I'm thinking of my bone thugs <laughs> in harmony. <laughs> uh, if I ever... Uh, Try to write a new draft. Maybe I'll, I'll hire Good. you. Good. Um, until then, I'll see you at the crossroads. <laughs> That's just the way it is. All right. Uh, cool. Um, Bones, War. It's uh, What was your stupid uh, title for this segment, Russ? <laughs> Wimpy's, Wimpy's War. War. Now, hold on. <laughs> uh, Wimpy's War. You might not be able to tell. This is not about burgers. It's not about... It is about Jay Wellington Wimpy, who is a character in Popeyes. This is... <laughs> this is a segment that I, uh, because I didn't have any new pizzas, I just had the same bullshit frozen uh, Red Baron pizza that I always have. But um, I have tried every new chicken sandwich in the that is the Popeyes competitor 
uh, in this in this right. this uh, chicken sandwich war and listen, tearing apart our streets. Um, and listen, uh, the name of our pizza segment is Hail Caesar, which we named after Little Caesars for being the price conscious, um, the working man's yeah. pizza. And um, and <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, and Popeyes is currently. I feel like the leader of the chicken sandwich well, war. So that's the term. Uh, but Popeye's doesn't really, I can't think of a good nomenclature for like a victorious Popeye. So it went Wimpy's war because I love Wimpy. That's from Popeye. Yeah. So yeah. he's a great character. He's really fun. He, he is good. He is. Uh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll buy it for a dollar that I'll have on Monday. I like a guy going into debt, yeah. buying hamburgers. Cause that's me. <laughs> that's me on DoorDash. That's me now in 2020. <laughs> I, I have credit card debt buying uh, Wendy's at like 10 yep. p.m. Um, so I have tried every every chicken sandwich competitor available to me uh, over the last month, and I have verdicts on all of them. So I, let me oh let me list God. everything out. So as you all know, there's the McDonald's. Uh, they have they've introduced three new chicken sandwiches. I've had all of them. Um, so oh, yeah. there's the normal one, which is just a chicken patty and pickles. There's a spicy version, which is the same thing, with, but with spicy mayo. And then they also have just the chicken, but it's like lettuce, tomato, and uh, mayo. I had all of them. The chicken patties right. are okay. They're not as good as Popeye's by a long shot. They're probably not even as good <clears throat> as Chick-fil-A. However, being able to get them at McDonald's prices, which are cheap is uh and also mcdonald's availability which is everywhere is nice um the pickles on those fucking suck they're garbage i agree with it's the normal it's the normal mcdonald's pickles and that does not go well with chicken um which i think those pickles despite being acidy still have sugar added to them remember when they had the southern chicken sandwich at uh mcdonald's like in the early 2000s or something Oh God, that I'm having flashbacks that yes. I think that yeah, I think I that did have a slightly different pickle, and they should have brought that back, but they didn't. Wow. Um the other thing, Zaxby's. You guys probably don't know anything about Zaxby's because that's an East Coast like South thing, I think. Um No, I've never heard Zaxby's of it. is a they're maybe kind of like a raising canes or like uh they do mainly chicken strips, they have wings, they do some like chicken sandwiches. Um it's all chicken based. Uh crinkle cut fries with like seasoned salt, like Laurie's salt on it or whatever. It's pretty good. They're pretty good place. Um, they had their own take on the Popeye's sandwich. It's pretty much the, it is almost identical to the Popeye's sandwich is the, is the thing. And I don't know. I think if I had a blindfold on, I probably couldn't tell the difference. Um, just because it's, it's that dead on. Um, so I, I don't know if I like it better. Is that how you think it should be eaten with a blindfold on? Well, I, I, I'm not a blindfold, but I do put a, a veil over my head to hide my shame from God. Uh, like I'm like, like, a, yeah, like a, from the episode of Hannibal where they eat the, uh, the Ortolan bunting, that thing. Um, yes, but, uh, it, it's very good. Um, I think it might be in my case, it might be a better alternative to Popeye's because, um, in the midst of this, this you know these these chicken tensions that have been going on these last few months, uh, with everybody the wimpy, the wimpy wars, wars um, the local Popeyes near me has crumbled. Um, <laughs> oh they, no! Popeyes has Popeyes, fallen. We got a Popeyes down. Um, they, 
Oh, that is They've horrible. always had horrible management as far as I can tell. Um, but in the last few months, I think, I don't know if it was like a Lent making people eat more chicken or something or pandemic not doing well, but um, they, they shut down. The, like, I don't know if they've reopened anymore. They closed at one point. Cause I was going to go there on like a Saturday after like, I'm going to go get groceries and run to Popeye's. Um, and I placed an order on the app and I was like, let me just pick this up after I, you know, leave the grocery store. And I went to Popeye's and they took my order, but um, the Popeye's had big like posters on the windows saying like, we're closed. Uh, we'll reopen on Monday. And I, I can't imagine what happened to them that they had to close on a weekend, uh, which seems like when most people would be eating Popeye's. Uh, it right. is not, does not bode well. Um, I had a few bad orders from Popeye's last year that kind of made me stop ordering from them. Uh, one, because it took like an hour for them to make me like to get chicken to the DoorDash guy and the DoorDash guy was freaking out. And it's like, don't, don't, don't rate me bad and or else I won't be able to feed my kids. I'm like, God, calm down. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. And I, you know, I, I'm always trying to, I feel like I, then I felt bad about sending people to Popeye's. Because I feel like right. the Popeye's people are like, they would always get my order wrong. I think one time I just got mm. chicken that was just like burnt. Like they just like left it in the Ugh. deep fryer for like 10 minutes or something. And it was, I, I, Alan, I a hundred percent get what you're saying. Cause I, I'm generally a Popeye's fan, but, um, I have had Popeye's before where the, you can tell the chicken strips were like frozen or something. And they dipped that shit right into the fryer, and what came out was the rubberiest shit I've ever eaten. Yeah, in my it was life. just dry, like <clears throat> scorched to the bone somehow while being fried. <clears throat> um, and right. I hope that what that I hope the management just left, and they've you know they've done they're replacing them with somebody. Maybe their girlfriend, wife, olive oil got kidnapped maybe. by Bluto. Uh, maybe. Uh, do you, so. Oh my god! How how related are they to the actual Popeye? No, not, not at all. At all. I, I thought there no, might have been. They actually have like, there's like a frequently on their frequently asked question page on their website. They are like, we have nothing to do with King Feature Syndicate. We have never once had any. We don't. We've never seen the Robin Williams movie by Robert Altman. Wait, I, we have never been. We have never been to that weird listened, park on the that, Chil- Chilean it was, uh, coast. That, the the no, Mediterranean. It? There's that. It's like off the. It's it like off the Mediterranean. On Malta, Malta. yes. Yeah. God, we've never listened to that one Carly Rae Jepsen song that's uh that's a riff on uh He Needs Me from the from the Robin Williams movie, sang, sang by Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Um but uh, speaking of which, so the other thing I had today and this is maybe uh there shouldn't be too much of a surprise, but this is the the strongest uh challenger to the throne. I went to Bojangles today, my my longtime favorite, um to get their version, the Bose chicken sandwich. Um now, Bojangles, I cannot remember if this is named after the uh, 1910s or 20s, like, musician slash tap dancer Bojangles. I, Mr. Bojangles, I don't think, I can't remember <laughs> if it's named after him or not. But um, I did try it. I have some horrible news to report, though. Um, in introducing this new chicken sandwich, they removed all of their other chicken sandwich options from the menu. That is... Uh, War is hell. The wimpy wars yeah, are no, hell. There's like, no oh, heroes war. in war is what I'm trying to tell you here. <laughs> um, they removed my, my precious Cajun filet club sandwich. So um, Bojangles is, is more, they're probably their claim to fame is their, is their breakfast biscuits, like chicken biscuits and stuff. Um, and those used to, those used the same patties as, or the chicken filets, I guess rather 
uh, those the ones that are on the biscuits were the same one they used for the normal non-breakfast sandwiches. Um, and that was my favorite thing. It was, it was a, just a club sandwich, you know, lettuce, tomato, uh, bacon, cheese. Uh, I had, I've had incalculable numbers of those. It is gone now. Um, in its place, God, in, in its place, God. they have they have introduced this new chicken sandwich. And the lady at the window did say, we, we don't have the Cajun Filet Club, but technically we can put lettuce, tomato, and, and bacon on this new sandwich if you want. And I'm like, that's eh, fine. Let me just have the, let me just have it the way God intended. Um, to, to try and, uh, you know, to, to accurately gauge this. And if I want to do some weird Frankenstein shit later, uh, I, I, I might do that. This is just a classic chicken sandwich, a piece a chicken filet, ma- uh, mayo and, and pickles. And I got to say, I think it might be better than the Popeye's one. <laughs> it might. Wow. Only because it is a very thick piece of chicken. Uh, so I do like that they've replaced the Cajun, the Cajun filet that's on their biscuits, which... You know, that one's, it's pretty thin. It's still very good chicken. Like, uh, I, I think it's its the best like, chicken filet you can get on a sandwich in uh, in any kind of fast food restaurant up, up till this date. Uh, but they've introduced these new things, but um, it, it is very much like a Popeye-style filet where it's really thick. Um, it doesn't have as many of the, like, kind of protruding crispy bits like the Popeye's one does. Um, however, it does have mm. the Bojangles Cajun uh, seasoning on it. Um, which I think is what gives it the edge to push it up over the top. Um, there's no, there's wow. no spicy, non-spicy version. It's just normal sandwich. Um, and in the, in the future, if they introduce like a spicy sauce, I'd probably check that out. Uh, the pickles on it are perfect. Um, they might be better than the, the Popeye's pickles. They're very thin cut and almost like they're very cucumbery, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like they, they brine them mm. less. Um, yeah, maybe a quick, a quick pickle, a, a quickle if you will. Um, yeah, I, uh, I shouldn't. Um, but it, they are very good. I haven't been into quickle since uh, Cards Against Humanity bought Oof. them. So. Uh, you, you didn't support their their Kickstarter? <laughs> uh, no. Did I tell you about the time that? Did I tell you about the I time when my coworkers was trying to get me to play Throw Throw Burrito? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? It's another about? one of those stupid kick. If you listen to why your your Kickstarter sucks, they've talked about this once uh, back then. It's like a it's like a fucking um it's one of those super epic like uh Kickstarter cards against humanity like apples to apples knockoffs or something. But like right, they introduce right, right. a weird they all have some weird gimmick that tries to set them apart from cards against humanity. And this one's like you throw a burrito at somebody or at something and now it's their turn or What? It's just epic, like, epic, uh, like, what if a unicorn farted kind of oh shit? Oh, my God. That is, that is random. That is epic. And I, it's I that Rick and Morty style humor I, I'm, um, I'm, that we all love. It's that Rick and Morty style humor I've grown to know and love and wish to become Wendell the yes. Baker upon. So, um, Wendell the Baker would be a great Rick and Morty character, I think. Uh, uh. By the way, Chris, do you have any feelings on the uh, the Wimpy Wars? You, are you uh, are you uh, are, are you a, a partisan on the field of battle for? Well, the Wimpy Wars, much like the the Cold Wars, it's sort of ongoing and and it's unclear where the sides really are. And it is being run by the yes. CIA. Exactly, and it's, it is a, it is an op. We're all unwitting uh, soldiers in the Wimpy Wars. Um, I've never actually had the uh, uh, the Popeyes chicken sandwich even though i know that that's like it's got a whole uh following um but i did have very recently uh, a kfc chicken sandwich whoa good as hell that was really, that was the really other good 
I, I forgot surprised. to mention that one, no, but it is a it is a it's low key pretty good. Um, I'm very impressed by the, the KFC one. Uh, it's not as good as the Zaxby's or the Bojangles, but it is. It's definitely better than the McDonald's one. That's for damn sure. It's right. It was, it was juicy as hell and very very good. I have a time, so. I I have a sneaking suspicion that KFC might be back. I feel like they had a, a downturn. I think I think they're coming back. They've been doing some good shit. Money in their their advertising. Yeah. They got Norm McDonald money now. Uh, <laughs> that big Norm McDonald bump. Do you guys remember when um, uh, Daryl Hammond was the first colonel and he didn't know that they were going to be doing this like change, change out? Uh, he was like, oh, finally, I'm going to be the, the colonel for KFC. Uh, and then they immediately uh, had a different guy. And then how many times could that happen to one guy? <laughs> I know. That- <laughs> I mean, the man is. I watched the documentary about his life. He is he, the, the poor guy. Like every every bad thing that could happen to a person happened to this guy. Um, isn't he like? Didn't he replace Don Pardo though? Yeah, he did. So he's that's good. He's doing better than I'd say Chris Kattan. Oh man. I mean, I, oh, I mean, I'm, God. I'm doing better than Chris Kattan right about now. I mean, that's not. Yeah. Chris, he's got. Have you seen pictures of him lately? He looks. I mean, no, it's like not good. It's not good. Well, I, uh, as somebody who's friends with Lauren, I'm not. I don't feel comfortable. You with thought it was cool that uh, that he uh, pimped out Chris Kattan to that lady to get the Night at the Roxbury movie made or whatever the fuck. That rock of all the funny things, the night <laughs> Night at the Roxbury yeah, movie. He, Lauren had to get Let's that go. made so bad. Um, that was Lauren's attempt into Hollywood. I think about this a lot. <laughs> Uh, uh, he was very close like if Lauren can't do it then is there any hope for any of us (laughs) poor Lauren actually Lauren is kind of the victim in all of this Um, we were talking about McDonald's earlier I've got a uh, I've got a a news story here McDonald's is closing closing more restaurants and Walmart stores but Taco Bell, Domino's and others are moving in so um Get a damn hermit crab. It is like yeah. a hermit crab situation. Do you guys have McDonald's, Walmart's near near you? You don't. No. It's a lot Auntie Ons and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Subway. Yeah, I grew up. Well, I grew up with a, a McDonald's, Walmart, and I remember sitting on those smooth red chairs quite a bit. I see. I I've seen I, the ones near me typically have uh, McDonald's. There's one a little like I've been to one with a subway in it before. Never seen an Auntie Anne's pretzel in, in that. That seems like an airport or mall thing. I, I'm surprised they have it in a Walmart. Um, yeah, it was. It's weird. They're also really bad. Like, it's like really. I think I had the worst pretzel of my life at one of them. Now I've got a. Mm. I've got a. I've got a. Sales and they charged me here. for mustard, which was nuts. That's illegal. Uh, I think it would be. It would have been cheaper to just buy. <laughs> Like a French's dollar fifty mustard. Yeah, you were at Walmart. You could have just bought like a whole big giant <laughs> bottle of mustard. That's fucked. Uh, That's so. Not, yeah, they're charging you for the. They're charging it. you for the little cup. I guess. Um, yeah. I like the. Let me let me try to sell something to Chris, a family man uh, who's got who's got all these mouths to feed. Imagine family this. Guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a family guy. Uh, you think it seems that's to be. Imagine this, you're going to Walmart, you're buying your groceries, you got your wife and kids, everybody's, it's a, it's a Friday night, and on the way out, you stop by the Domino's little pizza locker, and you pick up the, the pie that you ordered before you went into the store, 
and it's just piping hot and ready to go, and you just grab it on the way out and head out the door and go home. You've got all your groceries and pizza for the family. You've got in your industrial tub of cheese balls and gold bond powder and uh-huh. SpongeBob band-aids and uh, whatever the fuck kids eat. Probably SpongeBob band-aids. Of- <laughs> it's SpongeBob band-aids. <laughs> and and uh and yeah, and you're like, let's eat this fucked up piece of bread and cheese. Does that sound like the goddamn dream that you've always? Been That's the American about? dream, I think. Right? <laughs> I think that is the American dream. Two and a half kids eating a eating SpongeBob Band Aid pizza. That's what. Uh, that's all that. Uh, the Great Gatsby wanted in his West Egg. His mm-hmm. big West Egg. Mm, my big West Egg. <laughs> the lights across the water. That's a mm, Domino's. That's a. That, that's not a green light. That's a. That's a red and blue light for Domino's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the question is, do. <laughs> Do you is feel like dream? the great Gatsby? That when you hear what I that vivid word pa- uh, picture I just painted, do you feel like you have purpose in your life and that you know what you're going to do for that you you finally feel like you've you've uh, you've come you've come to uh, enjoy the world around us? Yeah, no, that that did it. Um, I, I think this is sort of semi related. I can hear my daughter screaming in the hallway, and I about 15 minutes ago I got a message from my wife that just said help. Um, so I'm just going to I'm going to plant that out. I'm going to put that out there for you guys to do what you will with. Right. She well, she uh, your your kid heard about the uh, heard about the SpongeBob the band-aids. band-aids. <laughs> yeah, the ba- <laughs> kids love those. <laughs> you know, whenever I whenever I sometimes on the weekends I I, I do some part time work uh, getting harvesting kid food. I just go to the local swimming pool. With a net, and I oh, come on. and I and I, and I, I just uh, skim all the uh, SpongeBob band-aids and from the find, top of the pool. You, you find <laughs> onto the like the the, the pizza uh, tr- those wooden pizza paddles, and then you just you kind of like row around in the water with the mm-hmm. pizza. Yep, Alan, I've been I was wondering why you have so many um, bags of Fun Dip with no stick. <laughs> yeah. That's that's because you're just finding kids who just eat the stick and then throw the rest of the way in the garbage, right? Well, that, that, I can save that powder and, and use it for my own uh, for my experiments. <laughs> uh, okay, my Doctor Stone style experiments where I take a bunch of Fun Dip powder and uh, pour baking soda and vinegar on it and shit like that. <laughs> and then you invent the uh, you invent penicillin with it. Mm-hmm. I let it get uh, this moldy Fun Dip at the pool has penicillin in it now. Yeah, um, probably. I've got some uh, I've got some 420 news here. Oh my god! 420 weed uh, 420 friendly weed infused pizza to be made in Rego Park in New York, Rego Park Queens. Uh, after uh, Cuomo announced this proposal to you know weeds becoming legalized in in uh, New York now, um, this pizza shop uh, in Queens has uh, introduced a on for 420 they introduced a weed pizza. Um, every 12 inch homemade pie is available in an infused or regular bake. Regular pizzas are 15 to $20 per pie and infused are holy shit. 55 to $80. Jesus Christ. An 80, I mean a 12, how much? Okay. The weed is cooked into the dough. Explain Jazo, the guy who owns the place. Um, cool name. name, Pretty cool. Adding that each infused pie has about three and a half grams of, of marijuana total and individual slices uh, which you can buy for ten dollars a piece, have half a gram per slice. That's fucked. Those prices are three and a half grams of marijuana is like an eighty dollar pizza. 
Like, uh, you know, it's a fucked up place over there. They have these things called bodegas where you can buy like a banana. And uh, God, can you imagine if they start selling weed at bodegas? <laughs> We're never going to hear the end of it. We're never going <laughs> to stop hearing about it. You know, it, it. Every day it'll be another post about being like, um, you're lucky that <laughs> that your water line is being uh, funded by New York's weed uh, bodega movie, weed. Movie Bob is going to be so insufferable for the next few months uh, when about the people in the red states that are mooching off of all of his uh, his beautiful weed money that he's getting right, for the exactly. for the government. Um, well, there is no legal weed in Boston yet, and hopefully there never will be because I don't no, there, it know is what... it's it's at least medicinal. They do have legal weed in, in Massachusetts. But they're not smart enough. <laughs> well, the thing is, Boston... They're not has... smart enough. They're like... They're an honest people. The Irish are an honest people. It's the Catholic I... guilt. They'd never be able to get uh, a, a weed license unless they really need it. Unless they do have cataracts. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, probably. I don't, I don't think... I don't think they should let people in Boston smoke weed. <laughs> is the I thing. don't I think, think so either. I think something bad will happen if they do. Like, they, like they killed a robot. They killed them out? Maybe if they get it. Well, okay. Sativa's not allowed in Boston. Only in the <laughs> I need these you guys need locked Boston to a ca- You don't need Bostonites in their own head. No, I, I, the last thing I want is like Mark Wahlberg is already paranoid enough. that he thinks like Al Qaeda is on his plane all the time. Like the last <laughs> thing, the last thing I want is, is like him thinking like the cops are outside my window right now. I've got to go beat up a, another old Chinese man in the street. Yeah, um, all of them are going to get munchies and there's going to be a, four mile line to get into freaking wall burgers. They're going, they're going to, uh, they're going to just tear apart the, the pizzeria Regina. If they, Oh my God, they're going to hot box that, that Nazi oven in the back. <laughs> uh, remember that <laughs> weird story that Mitch on Doughboy said about, I think it was him that said that the, somebody told him growing up that the oven, the oven at pizzeria Regina's was a Nazi oven. <laughs> like what it was, the fuck? Do you remember no, that shit? No. I no, mean, that's, I do not. that is something that some random Boston guy would make up a fact about, right? That's true. 100%. Can you imagine if they smoke weed, the kind of insane shit they're going to believe? It's going to happen. Uh, do, you, do you have strong feelings on Bostonites smoking weed? Do I have strong feelings on Bostonites smoking weed? Yeah, you've been there before. I haven't. I, I just, I, I, I hear terrible tales of woe from there. Look, well, I, we've already got one green monster. I don't want, an, I don't want another. Oh my God. Very good. I don't know. I, I how much worse could they be? <laughs> that's a, that's a good true. point. You know what, Chris? You got me there. Uh, maybe they'll be all Bill Burr style funny men. <laughs> yep. I think we should. I think we should just try it out. Let's just see what happens as an experiment, dude. Uh, what if there was just a city full of Bill Burrs? Be, <laughs> I'd be laughing. My N- not a mean- snowflake in sight. There'd be no more snowstorms there. Well, mm-hmm. all this rivalry between the, the Bill Burr city and the Louis C.K. city. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely. I don't. I really do not want to go to the Louis C.K. city. I think you'd be fine, Russ. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Russ, you better get some shoes with some good traction because the floors there are slippery. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, would you eat the 420 pizza? The $55 per slice 420 pizza? I wouldn't buy it. I'd eat it. The, the fucked okay. up thing is, you you expect if I'm you're gonna buy a weed pizza that like if man if I eat this whole edible weed pizza I'm gonna be so high, <laughs> but it's three and a half grams of weed. That's like not much. <laughs> like it's 
right. That's like, well, that's and, like and too the small very joints. Concept is, is flawed because you you get high and then you get the munchies, baby. But well, right. eaten. The, the, it's just the, a hat the, and a hat. Well, I the thing is, I guess they don't want it to be too strong because then what would happen is you would eat one slice and then you'd eat the whole pie and then you would freak out. Um, right. So they can't make it too strong, as, as I think the, the the worry. But also, pizza does help you absorb the weed uh, faster. Any greasy foods or, or help you with that kind of shit. So they make it. They make it. It's in, it's like lipid soluble. Um, so it it the, if you want to if you want to get high faster or if you want to stop being high, you just eat a bunch of uh, junk food and uh, with with oils and stuff in it, and it'll help your body process it faster. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know either way. Whatever the situation is, uh, this this weed pizza in New York is certainly uh, not uh, making me not think about uh, Andrew Cuomo's many crimes. No, no, it's a he did a great job. We're not going to cancel him now. We're not going to uh, we're not going to run him out of town on a rail. I mostly because the know. trains don't work. Yeah, no, um, I don't even remember who Cuomo is. He's like three main characters back. Uh, I don't, you know. I I'm like a I'm like a bird and I only like shiny shiny things and he's no longer is shiny to me. I'm, I'm now, all about Yang now. I'm all about now Yang. I'm a, now I'm about destroying Mark Twain, as we said at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get his ass. Get, get Twain. Who was the Roast guy that him. Mark Twain had a had a um a rivalry with? His Jane entire... Austen. No, who was the guy <laughs> Mark? The guy who died at the uh, he died at the same time as him at like Haley's Comet. Oh, it was uh, Oh, God, no, I know what it Joe is. Joe Biden, it was our president, Joe Biden. Uh, Outlived you, Mac. <laughs> you on the other side. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> uh, uh, but, okay, well, anyway, I've got I've got a weird story here from Colgate University. Um, do, do you guys have they know got, anything? They got real shiny teeth over there, I bet. Yeah, shiny teeth in me. Um... They mailed everybody pizza. They mailed what? all of their students a vacuum sealed uh, slice of pie. Um, in, in like a Manila envelope. <laughs> they, That's they... <laughs> epic. That rocks. Um, what, what did you, what did your gold belly show up at? Well, it, it showed up in what you would expect perishable goods to show up, which is like a box full of like like ice packs and stuff like that, right? right? Um. You're an ice chewer, you so you chewed the ice. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. I am actually the opposite of ice chewers. I hate when people do that. It freaks me out. Oh, baby. I'm give. I want that crunchy ice, baby. Um. So this is a beloved New York pizzeria. Oh, it's a beloved pizzeria called New York Pizzeria, which is nicknamed Slices by people in the Colgate community. What an epic thing! I like. I love when the community calls something by a different name. Uh, just some boring business or something like that. I hate of, when that happens. I do not like it. They have a name for a reason, sir. Yeah. You, well, again, Noam Chomsky talks a lot about this. <laughs> um, but so the alumni and the dean of the college's they, To me, they're Grimes feet. They're not little Grimies. Okay. The, the dean of the college division decided to so- send about 300 <laughs> remote students slices from a local beloved pizzeria. We hope the pizza will bring smiles to the faces we have so missed seeing on campus this semester. It took a lot of time and energy, but I think we pulled it off. Um, now this has, so it was, there was about 70 pizzas worth, which they vacuum sealed in, in packages of two slices. There's uh, pictures of like some like college kids, like holding up a slice on Instagram. 
Um, this has raised questions from food scientists who are like, are you giving everybody food poisoning by sending a non-refrigerated uh, slice of pizza in the mail? Um, however, uh, Bill Marler, a food poisoning attorney, uh, said Sorry, Bill he th- Marler? <laughs> no, <laughs> Bill... Lock- New Bill, rules. New, new rules. rules. You can no more mailing pizza. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, Bill Marler, like, um, mm. like, it's a really stupid name. Bill Marlboro, po- Joe Camel's <laughs> wacky cousin. He's a food poisoning attorney, which I hope means he's an attorney that poisons people's food. Uh, and not that he's uh, an attorney that only focuses on food poisoning, which is pretty funny oh, also. Both. Uh, I'm sorry, but the uh, the lead witness cannot make it today. <laughs> he got really bad diarrhea. and vomiting at the same time. Uh, if it pleases the court, uh, your honor, maybe may note that the defendant is shitting and farting. <laughs> I, they have to move the open. They give themselves food poisoning and like when worse comes to worse. It's like, we need to speed the opening statement up faster. I have to take a shit, sir. Um, I like the idea of like uh, a better call Saul, but he's like a food poisoning <laughs> a lawyer. Like he's helping guys like uh, you just had like pretend you got diarrhea from uh from uh from taco bell it's like i know you really you really just ate something bad the other day but let's, we're gonna sue him he actually has like, a tragic backstory where he found out that tums and uh pez are the same thing and he tried to prove it to the people but he got destroyed by his older brother um it's true anyway this this the food poisoning expert guy says pizza especially with limited toppings is safe given that the cheese given that the cheese is pasteurized and the pepperoni mm. is so cured and if well cooked uh, the pizza is safe to eat. He said his only concern may be that the flour, which can harmful, uh, which can harbor harmful bacteria if it's not cooked properly. Um, mm. He urged them to reheat it to at least 165 degrees before eating. Um, right. So it could be they, like that town in in uh, France where everybody went insane. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You could. Get, you're thinking they're going to get like ergot poisoning from the yes. the spoiled millet or whatever they're eating. Um, yeah, they're gonna be like jumping through wings. Is this like with the origins of werewolves and shit, where people think it was because yes, the, the oh the Salem witch trials also. Uh, they used to people would get fucked up because it was essentially like doing shrooms. Um, you know, this is kind of like Bloodborne. If like the pizza awakens everybody's, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Oh god, god I, I can't remember. You think stupid. that you're gonna eat the pizza? You're gonna enter the hunter's dream? Is what's gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, dude, that's what I think. That's that's just one way to go. And uh, what's the name of the school in uh, Bloodborne again? Oh, uh, Bergenworth College. Yeah, I think this is the Bergenworth College. Like they're all gonna. Well, wear that would weird that would explain why the uh, the kid posing with this piece of pizza does have a big metal cage on his head. <laughs> uh, they're all it, weird slime creatures. You eat that one slice of pizza and it awakens them to a higher, uh, like uh, you know, Lovecraftian. Uh, presence you know what I, mean? I i do gain insight when i uh, eat a slice <laughs> of pizza um, um this is great this is great content uh chris if, you, if you're familiar with bloodborne <laughs> um uh, i think it's a, it's a video game yeah, it's yes. a video, it, yep that's good that's that's all you need to know speaking of video games perfect segue um sonic news views reviews and tunes some huge fucking news about sonic the hedgehog uh this week um they're, so they're, the freaking presses. They were filming at Fort Langley, uh, and people saw um, these stand-in like prop characters for Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. Take a look at this. So Knuckles confirmed is the big news. We knew that Tails was going to be in the movie, but Knuckles is here too. 
Uh, what, Chris, any strong feelings on the Fighting Freak Knuckles? Are you as hyped as we are to see one of our favorite, the legendary character? Dare I say my favorite? What, Alan? Wow. I mean, we all love Sonic, but I mean that. But he he almost doesn't count in that way. You know what I mean? He's a Fighting Freak, and also he does he 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 is Ken Pender's greatest you know greatest creation. Yes. <laughs> The, that interpretation of a... Do you know Ken Penders, Chris? No, I don't know Ken Penders. Don't worry he about is... it. You'll learn plenty about him in a few minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'll shut up. Um, um, well, you were asking about my opinion on, on Knuckles, though. Yes, yeah. what about, how do you feel about Fight um, Freak? I like Knuckles. He seems okay. I, I, I would say that like Sonic is such a cool kind of extreme character that it felt like... Um, I, already, I already have this character in the form of Sonic. I'm already getting that energy from somebody else. So it was hard for me to really get too jazzed about the knuckles when he kind of came out on the scene. Right. Well, I think, I think in the early characterizations of knuckles, I can totally agree why you, you know, why it would feel that way. But I think when they kind of developed him into more of a mm, Vegeta type character, so to speak, um, of, of a rival to Sonic and also just kind of mm. a, a, a fight and freak mean guy. Mm. Um, then, uh, but with a heart of gold, then that's when he became good. Also, I would like to see him become Majin Knuckles. That would be cool. That would be sick. That would be epic and dope. Actually, he does he does kind of do that at one point, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, my with God. With emeralds, I think he does get magic emerald powers from Enerjack or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm always worried about Enerjack. Let's not even mention Enerjack anymore. Um, I've got... Uh, speaking of Enerjack, Jack Pacific... Uh, oh my god, Alan. Man, the segues are coming. Three, three, you're like playing three-dimensional chess this episode. Yeah, I know, right? It's This is crazy. I didn't plan any of this. Jack Pacific has, uh, has re-upped their license for Sonic merchandising. Um, so they are, and they've announced a bunch of new Sonic toys. Um, so we've got some little cool figures, including right. uh, Sonic 2's Mecha Sonic. Um, let me paste this here in the chat. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 all good for it with Jack Pacific because they're sticking it to fucking Hasbro. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Um, also, Take- check out these cool little plushies. Um, these are actually cool. I'd probably buy these or get them from like a claw machine if I had the chance. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Look at these guys. The, the shadow one in particular is really good. That's a blast and a half. I'm having a fun time just looking at them. Do you do y'all want to have a play date? Come over and play with some toys. You got yeah. You have the Lego set. Yeah, It'd be really fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as there's nothing like chokeable. <laughs> Chris, you it, were the kid who put the turtle in your mouth. I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't give you salmonella. <laughs> uh, but uh, these are fun. I like it. This is cool. Um, if I had a kid, I'd buy all these toys for them because I'd be a good parent. Um, mm. that you should definitely do that. Make your kid like this thing from 30 years ago. Uh, right, you, you force this upon them. Make make yeah. them enjoy this. Uh, YouTubers please. are fake and not real, but Sonic the Hedgehog is. He's well, real. The, He's my friend. The good thing is that like um, now our entire uh, like media and culture is is run by just these these like weirdo uh, man babies who are trapped in their childhood, and so yeah, me content is just circulating from their childhood into new children's childhoods. The, yeah, me, and the, yes, this is good. I like all of what you just said. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, finally, it's for the damn fans. 
Oh, for us, we had Slimer, and now we have Muncher, which is you know, it's a it's a different it's going to be a different experience for this new it's generation. Good. Well, we're all Muncher now, so it's it's good. Yeah. Um, speaking of, eh, I don't have a good segue for this one. Um, <laughs> speaking of great characters who are very original and different, like Muncher. Like well, Muncher. you know what, Russ? This this character is very original. Uh, this is a Ken Penders joint. Um, Ken Penders is a uh, is a writer for the Sonic Archie comics that existed for a while. Um, he created a bunch of characters, and they all well, we'll get into it. But I, I want you to guess just based on the name. I'm not giving you much to work with this time, but I want you to guess what this character looks like. Their name is simply Isaac. Uh, most characters in the Sonic comic are anthropomorphic animals, so you can start from there. Yes. I could, I could go first. A lizard. Ooh. Okay. Now, it might... Does it, does it help you to know that because of the, the, you know, the naming convention of the Sonic universe is always something like Sonic the Hedgehog, Knuckles the Echidna, them just being Isaac, does that not give you any pause here? Uh, okay, well, listen. I mean, Jeffrey St. John... It's not Jeffrey oh, St. John. Oh, true. John's it's not scum. everybody. You know. It's not... Sally Acorn isn't Sally it's Acorn. It's not Julie school, Sue yeah. the Echidna. It's just Julie Sue. That's fair. That's fair. Chris, you have a guess as what as to what this Isaac might look like? I said lizard. Oh, lizard. Okay. He's a, he's uh, got a lizard. He's a lizard with big eyes. Okay. I um, think I think Isaac is going to be like Sir Isaac Newton, but like, uh, yeah, he'll be a Newt. He'll be Sir Isaac Newton. That would be good. And you know what? That's a pretty that's a pretty good guess based on Ken Pender's other creations. Right. However. He is a gold version of E-102 Gamma, the no! robot. Um, let me tell you about this. He is an ancient Alpha 100 series mechanoid created over 10,000 years ago when Mobius was still known as Earth. What the fuck are you saying to me? <laughs> um, this is an ancient robot from over 10,000 years ago. Uh, the, the planet that Sonic lives on is called Mobius, but um, in the comic books, it's after like the apocalypse, I guess, and it used to be called Earth in the past. Um, and following Zorda's de- destructive attack, Zorda was a big, um, giant Cthulhu monster that attacked the planet at one point. Let me paste a picture here. Um, uh, <laughs> kind of looks like the monster from the end of Watchmen attacked the planet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ken Penders, Alan Moore, kind of on a similar level. Um, Zorda attacked the planet with a gene bomb, which resulted in the de-evolution of the human race into the four-fingered overlander species. Um, okay. So um, the humans that do exist in the Sonic universe, um, like Dr. Robotnik, all have four fingers because they're cartoon characters, but um, they are not actually humans. They're de-evolved humans that have been uh, damaged by the the fucking uh, the gene bomb and then all the other weird talking animals that we all know. Um, this is the lore that Ken Penders and some other great writers have created. Um, okay, so was there was there like a lore to the Sonic universe before this? Uh, yes, but it's more complicated than you think because the guy who created He-Man created a Bible for Sonic the Hedgehog that he was from Nebraska. Yes, <laughs> um, and, and he his, had a girlfriend named Madonna. Like, yeah, he had a girlfriend named Madonna. No, well that okay that one is that was from the Japanese team. Yes, okay, you're right. Yeah. There, there, there have been multiple lores to Sonic the Hedgehog. He's had more lore than I think any other character in fiction. There was the Japanese manga series where um where Sonic was something he turned into and that he was like a, 
just like a normal kid that got superpowers when he turned into Sonic. Um, right. Sonic has had a, a million. There's the Fleetway comics, which are different, weird. They're British and They're British. Super Sonic is like the Incredible Hulk for some reason. Yeah, it's so fucked up. There's so I much. Like to, I would like them to see uh, do Fleetway do a, an Immortal Hulk style version of Super Sonic. And don't uh, even get me started on Sonic Underground. Uh, Those God. damn freaks of Deke. Those Inspector Gadget freaks. So anyway, in the in the in the Archie comics, which is arguably the longest running. Um, Sonic continuity the, and the games have taken from that pretty liberally I think especially within the like the last decade or two that's fair to say Russ right right like yeah, kind of I mean the characterization yeah yeah and, and well they they take characters like black arms and stuff like that right like <laughs> no I black arms is not a Archie creation it's in Archie but I don't remember which one came first the thing no no it usually it was Archie had to react to whatever Sega did okay I thought some of these might have been the other way around. No, no, no. It's it's all fucked up. It is fucked up. Anyway, um, this was a robot that was made, I guess, in the golden age of humanity. And then this big um, and then this by uh, Dr. Robotnik's um, ancient ancestor, Dr. Ivan Kintobor. It's cool that they kept their last name this entire time (laughs) uh, for 10,000 years. Um, They never they never went through anthropomorphic animal uh, Ellis Island. Yeah. um, So they. He he basically became Wally in a sense, and that this golden <laughs> robot was just like traversing like this uh, bl- blasted like hellscape of of a ruined Earth uh, for ten thousand years, um, and then eventually he was rediscovered in the year thirty two thirty seven after Shadow stumbled upon the base he was located in. Uh, blah blah blah. A Metal Sonic. They all had a fight. Um, yeah. Also, this makes. This is very weird. Isaac's design is simply a golden recolor of E-102 Gamma, the robot that we all know and love from the Sonic Adventure game, um, which means that Eggman was just ripping off of his ancestor because he knew what the robots looked like, or he coincidentally made robots that looked exactly like It's genetic that, memory. You think he went Assassin's Creed mode and that he, I think they went Assassin's Creed mode. You think that that happened, and that's why um, they he knew how to make a robot that looked exactly like what his long dead uh, grandpa from 10,000 years ago I, made. I, I say that, but then I realized that the Sonic the Hedgehog comic was not made by an international team of many ethnicities. So uh, I guess not. Yeah. Do you remember made, that? Well, this was, yes, that, that is something that's in every, <laughs> every single uh, Assassin's Creed game to this day reminds you that it cannot be racist because it was made by a multicultural team of, of different nationalities and religions. <laughs> that my, my, this game was created by many ethnic groups and peoples. Uh, yes. sure is, as, well, as, I mean, you make a, you make a, a game, questions. you make a game where you, uh, where you say half of all of historical figures were evil, uh, well, e- were evil monster Templar people. Then you have right. to put that disclaimer of some kind, but the founding fathers weren't. <laughs> No, but uh, George Bush was played by the Templars to invade Iraq. That Oh, I forgot about that rocks. Dude, I love that shit. No, he didn't <laughs> want to do that. They tricked him. You get caught up. Don't you feel is bad it, for him now? Don't you, aren't you happy is, he's on yeah. Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> I said about him. Uh, you, maybe you should have been a little Early bit nice to, nicer to his paintings, huh? It is funny to think that the French do believe that the Templars did trick George Bush. Or I guess French Canadians. I don't know. Also, there was some weird shit about like, uh, like uh, Nikola Tesla and uh, Thomas Edison was a Templar, but I don't think Tesla was an assassin, but I think he was just some random guy that he ripped off. Um, 
I don't know what their ex- explanation for Hitler is. That's the one well, thing they don't the seem they touch. The more epic you are, the more assassin you are, the more uh, cringe you are, the more Templar you are. So Yeah, that's true. I struggled um, to explain Hitler myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I I hope that they did like a minions uh, explanation. <laughs> well, for... I thought the same thing. We we have been doing this podcast together for too long. <laughs> um, as you know, as, as um, you don't know because you don't watch kids movies. Yeah, you uh, don't watch kids movies. I never go to the minions. Um, yeah, where they explained that the where they explained that they couldn't have worked for Hitler because they happened to coincidentally be at the North Pole during that time. Um, they did work for Napoleon and uh, who an, an evil like caveman or something. It is funny to think that the most evil per <laughs> that the minions are anti-royal. I guess that means royal is good. I don't know. The old families of Europe, the Habsburgs. Yeah. Remember, oh, did you see that cool thing from like a week or two ago where somebody said that making fun of, uh, of uh, Prince Charles, the accursed from, uh, from Spain was ableist. <laughs> Yeah, because because he has birth defects or something from being a, so, from being like a Habsburg, uh, like a twelfth like twelfth generation inbred uh, baby man. Yeah, um, very rarely can your criticism of somebody's looks like so seamlessly inter intertwine with a criticism of their entire thing. You know, it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's we don't get many options. We don't get many cho- chances for that to happen. And somebody's trying to take the one time when we can make fun of somebody's appearance and feel ethically good about it. Right. Is the thing. Um, Listen, they didn't have the USA network back then. We couldn't marry any, <laughs> couldn't marry any uh, couldn't, USA stars. Well, that's the thing is that any, any like C tier uh, American star is basically more famous than every single person that's ever come out of England. That's, that's true. That's the thing. So they, that's why they, they need so shit. many celebrities. It's, they're trying to like create just one that can make it over here. Yeah, well, if they do that, then they can take us back as a colony. That's the thing. <laughs> That's how it works. It's it's cultural it's written, imperialism. That's how it's, it works. It's written in the Constitution. Check it out sometime. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was just, the thing. I just, I, I just had a terrible uh, moment of clarity. I think I said the, I think I said DHS at the beginning of the show, and I meant to say NHS. I knew what you meant. Can you can you fix it? Yeah, I'll, I'll go back and deep fake it. Yeah. Thank you. But have it. Have me say something. Funny yeah, I'll make it. I'll, I'll I'll punch it up a little bit. I'll do some ADR. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it would be weird if uh, if you if you had to be, go on a reality show to join the Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, that would be epic. They should do that. They should just turn the DHS into a reality show. Uh, you know, yeah, it's called Cops. Um, oh my God. Damn. What the fuck? I, I, I think that might be more realistic than you think. We had a damn game show host as president. Oh my god. What's next? Jeff Probst? <laughs> Mike Rowe is going to do the dirtiest job of all. The freaking president. I would not be surprised if Mike Rowe ran for office. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know he's a weird conservative like bootstraps guy. Yeah. He's I mean, a he's classic. He's definitely the type to cut in line and kind of go for president. First. For sure. Right. He thinks he can beat The Rock, and that's not going to happen. That ain't going to happen. You don't know what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> you really don't, Micro. 
Um, I, I'm so excited if The Rock does become president and like poor people have to apply for and so they're going to cut food stamps. Instead, you're going to get creatine rations. <laughs> That's going to rock so hard. Well, we dude. all get to be part of his family is the good thing. <laughs> that is true. I'm excited to be part. Do, do you think so? You remember remember how there was that that cool article from like a week or two back where it said that he knew that John Cena was the one to play his brother what, because he was meditating in his Dom shrine. That was Vin Diesel, though. That was Vin Diesel was meditating in his Dom shrine. Yeah, because uh, he is Dom. Yeah, okay. I, like I, Vin yeah, I've never watched these movies. I, I forget I, who's who. Wow. Chris would watch children's movie and you won't watch Fast and Furious movies. I will now I feel watch, left out. I need, to, I need to just like take a vacation day or something from work <laughs> and just like sit down and watch like 12 hours of, of Fast and Furious movies while like on shrooms or something. And then I think I will understand everything and I will have my own Dom shrine. Um, yeah, and you'll be but, able to meet Paul Walker in that. What I was going to say is, I think every home will have to have a Dom shrine after he after the Rock becomes president. Oh, like how the Romans had uh, like their little family shrine. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Inspire or like them those, to be more ambitious. Or like those little uh, family, like uh, the in Shinto, uh, the little shrines they have, <laughs> where you have like a little you have a little box that's like a piece of a kami. <laughs> it's a okay. piece of a god. What what are the uh, what are the little guys in Animal Crossing again? The little guys you would pick up. Uh, the, uh, oh fuck, the something oids, the, uh, gra- not graboids. <laughs> not the graboids. <laughs> not the graboids, the tremors. Uh, I wouldn't be, I, I feel like Animal Crossing would be a real the, different game if the graboids were coming after Lloyd's? you. I guess they are Lloyds. Uh, Chris, what's the, what's the weird little Gyroids, guys? gyroids. Gyroids, the gyroids. Not gynoids, not female robots. God, God I wish <laughs> those were in Animal Crossing. <laughs> God, I wish. <laughs> Gynoids? Yeah, gynoids. That's a fe- that's a female robot. You'd know if you were a Rick and Morty head like I am. It's like like oh, an android, it's the it's a gynoid. And this is a gyroid. Okay. What are these supposed to be, by the way, Russ? They're like uh like uh like uh the little spirit guys in ancient Japanese culture or something. Mm. Oh, okay, I do see these guys. It's these the are... same thing that like Breath of the Wild was based on and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this guy now. It's a it's a it's a Haniwa figure. Whoa. It's some sort of uh old uh historical they used to put these on graves in uh yeah. in, in ancient Japan. And they were uh, built to protect and hold the soul of the deceased. And they I think represent that's the... why in the... F- oh, sorry. You know what it looks like, Sam? It's like he's saying, uh, I'm Pickle Rick. Oh, they do- <laughs> oh, fuck. This was the original Pickle Rick. This was the original Pickle Rick. Which is so funny because Pickle Rick is the opposite of spirituality. Because he's freaking logic. He's a logic right. atheist guy. Well, anyway, in Animal Crossing, the cool game where you hang out with uh, little animals, you dig up these guys out of the ground um, and you can like, decorate your house with them. Well, that's good. I, I think like, okay, we're going to, we need to wrap up this podcast because I think Chris's family um, needs to zoom in with him because uh, there might be trouble at the personal trader's house. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, get into, I, I am getting in some trouble right now. Oh, oh my god. This is the my first time fear. this is the first time we've made somebody's wife mad at them. <laughs> yeah. That can't be true. Um, you uh no I don't I think this you might be the first person on the show that has a wife that has a wife. I don't know about that. I think we've uh, had we had Joe, we Joe, we had we Joe. Yeah, but was we Joe married at the time? No, that's a good question. I, I, don't, I don't think know. so. Uh, uh anyway, what were we going to say, Russ? Uh I think it was cuz like back in Japan like 
Um, it like it's the equivalent of finding an arrowhead as a kid is finding one of those little guys. Like you could just walk in the woods and find one. Maybe I don't know. I, yeah, I I can see that they were just that common that you just dig them up. Yeah. It seems like something that was maybe came came up as like a joke that Miyamoto or somebody came up with that he just assumed people would understand. Right. And it, yeah, so it's like I used to dig these up when I was playing in the woods and pretending I was a Pikmin. Climbing um, trees all day. Yeah, climbing trees and thinking about how I'm going to invent Legend of Zelda someday. <laughs> yeah, uh, like he always was. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, thank anyway. you, everybody, for joining us on Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. Chris, do you have anything to plug? Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't, but I, I appreciate you uh, responding to my, my increasingly insistent uh, messages. <laughs> and were, were you disappointed? Did we lead you down a dark path? No, this is wonderful. It was really nice to meet you. And and uh, I had such a, a, a wonderful time, even though like I am feeling the anxiety of needing to make dinner uh, sort of right up. Hey, I had a great time, and, and thank you so much. I mean, you are making a DiGiorno pizza by yourself, but that is stressful. That's, it's, it's, yeah. it's freaking hard. It's freaking hard out here for us, fellas. Yeah, I, I, I stress about that every night. I want to get it in time. Mm-hmm. Without the hamburger helper to help, how are we going to get? You know, I need that little hand. I need that little hand to give me <laughs> to give me a hand. Um, well, hey, uh, how about this? How about I, I kind of wrap things up with this? Uh, what are the odds of me coming back on your show? Uh, a hundred percent. Oh my God. Uh, if you want to, I mean, yeah. Yeah. We're not going to force you to. <laughs> Unless you want. Uh, if, if, yeah. If, yeah. You should talk to your wife about this. You're hurting the family by being on this podcast. Uh, you can't talk about Sonic the Hedgehog for two hours. Many, That's not. <laughs> over under on how many, uh, on how many divorces you think have mentioned a podcast in the proceedings. <laughs> I think the Joe Rogan podcast has led to one or two divorces. I think the Joe, every divorce for the last like five years has had Joe Rogan touch it in some way. Somebody like the, the guy has definitely listened to Joe Rogan at some point. Right. He's the Zelig of divorces. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's a fair, that's a, that's a fair guess. Um, follow, uh, hogcast SD on Twitter, uh, hogcast.com. Uh, uh, rate and review, subscribe on iTunes, do all the normal shit. Uh, at Findom Earl on Twitter, Russ. Uh, Piss Goblin. Still Piss Goblin. Uh, it'll never change as much as I hate it. I want it to go away, but well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull the trigger on uh, cool adult Naruto or something. No, somebody told me to do that again recently. I'm like, that that just sounds like like the worst guy on Twitter trying to. It hit does. On, like, it it sounds. It was. It would have played. It would have played off really well back in like 2013 but now it makes it seem like if you did that now you would people would think you're a discord groomer <laughs> it's true oh man and i don't need that I'm, no I'm you don't need that energy in your lurker. life now i mean people people might be calling you like a having a, that position of authority of being like a discord mod i mean it it drives a man insane it, it will drive you to madness you will become like colonel kurt style like <laughs> yeah um, but <laughs> apocalypse mods. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but the, the rewards you get, um, creepily DMing teens. Well, yeah, no, I, that is something Marlon Brando would do. Um, anyway, uh, 
I guess until next week, then. He wouldn't, he wouldn't DM teens. He would DM, like, little people to come onto the set of his movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> he thought they were like, teens. But the size difference is sus, though. Yeah, I, oh, the height difference, that's the most sus thing of all. <laughs> Having a little man who lives on the set with you while you're making uh, the Isle of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> You canceled Marlon Brando. I can't. Um, I thought we were going to take Mark Twain out by the end of the episode, but it was just Marlon Brando. Well, you know what? He could have been a contender if cancel culture didn't didn't stop yeah. him. Um, last Tango in Paris. Uh, last last uh, Tango with this pair, sus. You did it. We gotta end the show. <laughs> yeah, there's no more. Okay, there's no more. That's uh, a, that was the last. Uh, that was the last bit of gas in the tank. That's what, right, that's what you need to end a show on is disappointment, so that they'll come back next time and be like, "Well, I can't." If, whatever it ended with, it'll start better next time. Yep, that's how yeah, the Falcon more, and the Winter Soldier does it. More space uh, in that like that amount of time that there was silence after your joke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add more I'm gonna add more rope in there that I hung Russ with in that in that, <laughs> bit of, that bit of time. Um, until next time, folks. Live and learn. Live and learn. Live and learn.